0: buzzer podcast all music worldwide music started in local music scenes underground independent unsigned talent music you choose to hear not the music mainstream tells you to hear hosted by Shay, the buzzer podcast is a canadian broadcast connected to artists around the globe
1: Hey, y'all. I am Shay. This is the Buzzer Podcast on Air Indie. From my pad to yours, over the airways. Tonight, we have Ottawa band Evil Creek. They were voted the Music Group of the Year in the 2022 Ottawa Awards. Great music. We're going to start the show with the track Beautiful, and then meet the band. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy the show. Cheers. (tries) Thank <tries> Great to have you guys on the show. We just heard your incredible track, Beautiful. I spun it on uh, Spotify the other day. I love it.
0: Excellent. Thank you. Thank
1: you. So today we have Mark and Johnny on the show. Can you guys tell us a bit about the band? You guys have a lot of uh, success, especially locally. You've just been awarded the Best Ottawa Band.
0: Uh yeah, the best uh, music, well, music group, group of the year.
2: Of
1: the year. Yeah. Music group of the year. How'd right. that feel?
2: Oh, it felt great. Awesome. What a privilege, and especially because it was voted on by the fans. And
1: what? So, uh, what? What was happening? Like, how? How does that work? It was voted
2: by the fans.
1: So, uh, people. It was an online vote, or.
2: Yeah, so the uh, there was two categories the band was put in for, was Album of the Year for Rust and Music Group of the Year. So fans had to go in on a daily basis through the whole month of January this year and uh, put a, a vote in every day. And on the 1st of February, it came out that we had won the Music Group of the Year. That's amazing, because yeah. Ottawa's a pretty
1: tight market. A lot of yes. great
2: music coming out there. So you had a lot of competition. Yeah, a lot of great bands out there and some friends as well who are really skyrocketing the minute. Uh, they yeah. were in the category two. So we were blown away that we we got it.
0: Yeah, it was, it was quite the honor.
1: And did you do you have a strong fan base in Ottawa? Because I read on your bio that you do a lot of live and you love doing live music.
0: Yeah, we do have uh, quite a big following at this point. Um, most of our shows are outside of Ottawa. We do play in Ottawa, not, not as often as we play everywhere else, like Kingston and Pembroke and, you know, uh, Westmeath or, oh, many different places. I can't even think of them all, but, uh, yeah, we, we've managed to get quite a good following over the years and, uh, yet to hear any, uh, bad criticism, which is also, you know, uh, flattering. So yeah, we, we, uh, consider to be, I consider us to be doing quite well.
1: So how did the band get together?
0: Um, in 2017, <clears throat> excuse me, Cliff and I, we come from different bands, like hard rock backgrounds, and uh-huh. we were both in the Ottawa scene um, together. So when that came to an end, I decided I wanted to learn how to record my own music. So over them years of playing in a hard rock band, I've written a bunch of acoustic songs I wasn't really sure what to do with so one day i decided to sit down put on all kinds of tutorials on how to record my own music and basically i recorded dirt road that was the first ep i sent it to cliff and uh, just basically wanted his opinion on it and uh, he's someone who i mean i he's an excellent musician i mean we're all excellent musicians but he has a really good insight to you know how the lyrics should be written or you know if something is too repetitive or so he, he gave some good advice okay. and that basically followed up with when are we going to start rehearsing and i'm like are you into this and he's like yeah absolutely so that was in 2017 and uh, that was basically the birth of evil creek and then our first show was opening up for jeff martin from the tea party and wow. um, yeah I and mean, we we decided you know let's find a percussionist at least just for the show like we were still unsure what we were going to do with this project and um so we called up a friend steve thompson who was our drummer now and asked if he wanted to play percussion for that show and he said absolutely and uh, so when that was done we kind of just asked him if he you know wanted to continue playing drums or percussion whatever you know whatever was going to come together in this project like again we were still a little bit unsure so we decided at that point let's find a bass player as well so we found a bass player and um, you know that lasted for a while we went through a few bass players and then we we uh, got um, Russ Russ Miller who's our bass player now great bass player Um, we're all lucky because we work well together and we all mesh nicely it's not um there's not much headbutting as far as uh, there's not much headbutting as far as the recording or sorry the writing process goes you know we all throw our feedback in we take it as constructive criticism we don't really you know nobody really takes offense i think <clears throat> if i'm being honest it's, it's probably the smoothest process to making a musical project that i've ever been involved in wow so that being said we got um Russ Miller and um then we started to carry on for th- about three, 3 4 years as Eagle Creek that way and um just was what was it last december
2: Johnny it was 25th of june 2021 oh wow to be precise <laughs> <laughs> well Johnny and Steve for you, jo- Johnny. <laughs> Yeah Johnny I got Steve- my notes too you know
0: anyhow johnny and steve played in a a project together uh, called walking with crows is a great band and they decided to take a bit of a hiatus and so johnny was posting things online of him playing piano and believe it or not he was just learning how to play piano everything he was posting i just i was listening to this man sing and play piano at the same time and it's like this he doesn't sound like he's just learning like he sounded pretty to me he sounded pretty advanced so after um (laughs) a few wobbly juices one night i decided to you know throw him a text and say hey why don't you come out and play with evil creek and funny enough that actually i let johnny take over from there he was actually sending me something out of a joke in kind of the same terms but anyways go ahead johnny
2: it was in the year of 1942 no i'm joking um no i was actually sitting twiddling my thumbs and just wondering where the hell i'm going to go like um i'm an immigrant from ireland just i've not got too far into the canadian music scene so
1: i thought you were from ireland you have such a magical voice
2: Thank you very much. And uh, so me and Steve, like I say, we were in Walking with Crows. Well, that was together for around six years, but we were opening up a lot for Evil Creek as well because Steve was doubling up. He would drum for us and then he would drum for Evil Creek. Okay. I, our band, our bass player and everything, decided to quit on us. And I was the lead singer, songwriter, guitar player. And I, it just wrecked my heart, to be honest. It was just I put so much into it, then everybody kind of walk away from me. It hurt me. So I just yeah. sitting in one night in the house and I, I don't know, I, I was, I was actually sitting with my phone in my hand and I was about to text Mark saying, Hey, do you need a tambourine player or anything in Evil Creek? Cause I need something to do. And I, went, I, I realized like, Oh my God, this sounds so pathetic. You know? <laughs> so I just, I, I deleted the message and literally within an hour, I get a message through from Mark saying, hey, man, I've seen your videos of you playing piano. Do you want to come out some night and jam with us? And I'm like, whoa, I only, I only just started learning the piano last Christmas. So this was a few months after, like, diving into it. So I'm like, no, I'm just, like, doodling. It's just something I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to learn the piano. Mm-hmm. But uh, he liked what he heard. He went, well, just you can come out and try out or whatever and see how we with Jail. So, I obviously dove into the songs, tried to learn them as best I could. And like I say I was an Evil Creek fan way before ever joining. I was actually in the video for Like a Ghost. I was the actor in the video. Oh, uh, wow. yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I've always had a connection with with Evil Creek, and we were always good
0: friends prior to this
2: as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, we, like you said, every time we toured around with each other, not that we did a big tour, but every kind of gig we kind of worked together, you know, so I was always there. We were always a big unit. So mm-hmm. falling in, into this band, it was, yeah, obviously I had to make sure my chops were up to par playing with these amazing friggin' musicians here. You know, I had to make sure I was at least hanging out with them a, a, a bit And lucky enough for me that they enjoyed what they heard. And they obviously know I have a lot of growing to do, but we all get on so well and we're just so tight. It's unbelievable how quickly we all came together. It's very tight. And,
0: you know, his own perspective as a musician, we all think we have a lot of growing to do, but he's not let us down once. He's an amazing, for one, a great singer, amazing singer, great, you know, with... Any music we've thrown instruments at him, such as the tambourine and not the tambourine, my god. uh, The what is it? uh, The mandolin. Sorry, Uh, he does some percussion on the djembe, and he plays keys, sings a lot of backup vocals, and guitar, guitar as well. Yeah, sorry. And I I mean, when when he came out to like, I won't call it a trial, but the jam with us, Cliff and I looked at each other after and said, it puts a fire under our ass you know, and it really did sound like it brought a lot of life out of the songs that we were playing. And when we started to introduce the older stuff to Johnny, because we were working on new stuff at the time, he was, you know, figuring out his parts. Nobody said here, we want you to do it this way. He did it on his own. And it really did bring a lot of life out into the songs, right from the piano to the backup vocals. And it, i'm not trying to stroke his ego but he made evil creek sound that much better and it's not a matter of that we have taken our style and went a different direction is that it's the same style we just pulled more out of it
2: mm-hmm.
0: I, and, thank yeah, you fun. for that
2: uh, too mark i appreciate it
0: no my pleasure but uh, hey there's no thanks needed it's all true but i mean i i think every one of us in evil creek can count each other lucky to be with such great musicians right and being in the scene and playing music for so long like Mm -hmm. 15 years now it probably more in total Mm -hmm. it's somewhat of a comfort and refreshing to just be able to go to a rehearsal and say hey we have these ideas or you know cliff has this idea and we're able to work with it as 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 a team not you know as a family not as just one person sure i mean we get stuck on our ways sometimes And we'll be like i'm pretty adamant about how i wrote this specific riff and then cliff may say you know well what about this for the next riff or you know we we just seem to work really well everything flows nicely and uh, i think as far as where we're at right now as a band um i really don't see much more needing to be included but if something came along that they would
2: make me learn how to play it (laughs)
0: if if, if some if another musician came along to play something totally different than what any of us are doing now the thing is is that we wouldn't rule it out we wouldn't dismiss it you know we you know would it work with what we're doing you know will it take us in a different direction because we don't want to do that we want to just continue to pull more life out of what we're doing in the same direction
1: oh that's awesome
0: yeah that's that's kind of the birth of evil creek right there (laughs) quite and a long response for how did you start <laughs> that's
1: okay that's okay i got to know a lot about you guys yeah. um and yeah you uh both and also the band in total. you have five members now right Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah so uh mm-hmm. most of your uh i guess your environment or your background are quite the same including your influences um
0: no no not quite i think Cliff and I have a lot of the same background, and as yeah. I said earlier, I'm, I mean, I'm really lucky to have Cliff in this project. He, I can say, like, he's got a lot to do with why Evil Creek is the style they are, um, but as far as influences go, I mean, you can almost hear it in, I mean, a lot of their stuff was brought to the table before Johnny joined, um, but he's already contributed with songwriting and everything else, and... We're starting to see a little bit of that end of it. You know what I mean? Um, And and it's great. It's, it's all working. It sounds amazing. Um, But influence is like, I, I come from a a hardcore background, hardcore metal background. And then, you know, of course I love metal and I love rock and roll. And I, I mean, I just love everything, but back in the day what I chose to play was the hard music and, Uh you know, so I've got to experience that. And I got to say with what we're doing now for the past, you know, more than five years now, I'm having more fun playing music now than I ever did. I feel more creative than I ever did. Um, and you know, not to say that the people I worked with in the past were no good or nothing. I just went in a different direction.
1: Okay. Um, okay. I guess the re- thing is I'm reading from your website, your bio, mm-hmm. uh, that, uh, the, uh, The band as a group were influenced a lot by the common interests and the same bands like Led Zeppelin, uh, Mm -hmm. Judas Priest, Megadeth.
0: Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And then Johnny came in, he's more of the oasis. Mm-hmm. You know, I, mean, <laughs> I mean,
1: okay. I, no, okay. I mean, so you you're okay. <clears throat> I get okay. I just wanted to make sure we're on the same page. It's not a bad
0: yeah. thing. Don't get me wrong. I mean, like I said, he's brought a lot of flavor to what we're doing. <laughs> uh, so
1: Yeah, but Johnny, were you influenced by you were from you're from Ireland, right? Yeah. Were you influenced in any way because the, uh, by your culture and the cultural music, because Ireland in itself,
2: uh, you're born singing. Yeah, well, we have our own, obviously, our own Irish traditional music, and that's what I played and heard all my life. I lived in yeah. the Canary Islands even before I moved to Canada for five and a half years, and I sang in the Irish bars out there doing the Irish music. Yeah. But, uh, my like, the music was crap growing up like for, 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 <laughs> that's all I can say no for the for the charts I mean because we were just being fed from the UK all these crap boy bands and you know I don't know like boy zone and backstreet Boys, space girls all that sort of stuff and that just you know it was bubblegum things it I was coming in the music then I wanted to start learning to play the guitar and yeah. you know watching like my aunts and uncles lifting the guitar and playing their own uh, Don McLean and stuff like that, and parties. I'm like, I want to do that one day, but then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, Oasis came along, and that just blew me away. It was totally different to anything we were listening to on the radio, mm-hmm. and I that was something I just sunk my teeth into. So, my main inspiration would have to be Oasis, it'd be Noel Gallagher songwriting.
0: And it's funny because if you listen to Walking with Crows, it's got a nice, hard, heavy crunch to it, but you can definitely hear his influences in there with you know his lyrics yeah. and, and how he sings it, and yeah. That's
2: but not incredible. only like I like I crossed over. I was a big Garth Brooks fan as well. So vocally, if you hear my vocals, a lot of my the vibrato and stuff in my voice was from trying to imitate. People like Garth Brooks and stuff like that growing up. Or me okay. and my mom would sit and listen to right. Patsy Klein, <laughs> you know, I have a, a vast genre yeah, music. I love Patsy, oh, Patsy Klein. Yeah, oh,
0: Patsy
2: doesn't?
1: Klein's my favorite. Yeah, I love Patsy. So that's
2: something that stuff
0: with my mom. And,
1: exactly. I, I, it's
2: that's I, something I, I will share I, with my mom. Yeah.
1: I actually got fun note, and this is true. I actually had a conversation with the nephew of Patsy Klein awesome. two days oh. ago. I was Excellent. blown away. I felt like I was talking to a star. <laughs> awesome. I was like, oh my God, because fast decline is the best. We're gonna Cheers, be listening yeah. to um Like a Ghost next. So we're gonna spin it now and talk a bit about the song and the video. Okay. Excellent. Tell me about the song. I'm going to say it on the air. I didn't get a chance to hear it, but pre-tape, we decided to put it on the show. So okay. I'm definitely going to spin it after. So tell me a bit about the song and who wrote it and what it's all about.
0: Well, actually, you know, I'd be interested to hear Johnny's perspective on the song because that's okay, cool. just before he joined the band and he's heard it. He was in the video, so he knows the song. But he's at that point, he was kind of, Outside of the box. So go ahead, Johnny.
2: Well, it was big time out of the box. I just went to kind of take photographs for you as best I could while they were filming it. So I hadn't actually heard the song yet. But as, oh, yeah. we, were going, but as we were going along, uh, they needed some like cut scenes or whatever, some more dramatic scenes. And I've done acting and stuff in the past. Um, and oh, I was ah. like throwing some ideas and well the song is really like from what I've heard it over and over and over again as we're doing the shots there's a lot of dark moments in it and there's a there was already an actress there who was you know scantily clad sort of thing beautiful Tommy. she was lying and she the one the main part for her was she was overdosing like she had a bottle of pills in her hand so mm-hmm. I kind of went well why don't we try it this way and position her this way and i'll come into the room like the the, the boyfriend whatever trying to you know been looking for for a long time and like it's so hard to try and portray it within a few second frame but then I, I realize i see the pills and all that sort of stuff uh that's from my side of it though but then obviously after the fact getting to join the band and listening to the lyrics and there's mm-hmm. a lot of deep huge emo- there's a, a lot of things that are happening in the world today a lot of people on a downward spiral not knowing how to get themselves out of the funk yeah this this song kind of takes you into that realm you know the, the places you don't really want to go to but a lot of a lot of people have
0: yeah and that's kind of exactly where it comes from too like uh like a lot of the songs that we have we've written a long time ago that one wasn't that Is a song that come from a riff that Cliff started. And then I contributed to it musically with him. And then I wrote lyrics to it. And really what I wrote, it was based on depression, anxiety. How do people cope with it? Um, Whether they cope with it the right way or the wrong way, you know, is, is there light at the end of the tunnel or is there light at the end of the tunnel, you know? And that's kind of what the basis of like a ghost is like depression, anxiety, it's there, but you don't see it. And it's always a thorn in your side. You don't know how to deal with it. And that's where the title kind of comes from. Like a ghost.
1: Okay. Actually, I take it back. You know, I was, I Googled your uh, thing while Mm -hmm. you were talking. I did see the video is it is good. It is good. And a great song. Right. Yeah, and we
0: had uh, the wonderful people at Dark Moon Productions uh, film the video for us, which they did a great job. They were very easy to work with and welcoming. And, you know, and of course they welcomed ideas and helped us out with that as well. So mm-hmm. if anybody... Anywhere wants a good video production. They're the people.
1: <laughs> well, what I like about your videos, I like about the one we're going to be talking to about next, was barrel mm-hmm. of a gun. Right. Um, is it the feature? I love the way you feature the band. Right. Right. I love the slow mo at the beginning. Mm-hmm. The slow
2: mo. I didn't like those scary dolls. That's <laughs> that sounds like our drummer Steve. He loves his heart. He's a photographer, and okay. he yeah. Uh, Lots of horror pictures and stuff like that. So the place that you actually see is in is his barn. That's where we would uh, okay. usually rehearse. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. Kind of connected.
0: That's like our summertime headquarters kind of connected to his yeah. house. So. You would want to yeah. get
1: locked in there during a uh, blackout. Oh, my
2: God. Oh.
0: <laughs> well, it's pretty uh, deep and- in the country, too, so it'd be pretty dark. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Definitely pretty dark. <laughs> um, yeah, he's a big horror movie buff. Like every Halloween, he'll get these sets together and do these Michael Myers photos or Leatherface or or, or whoever. I think Johnny's taking part in a lot of those yeah, things. Yeah,
2: done my... the crazy clown one, covered right. in blood and beheading people. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. He'll
0: take photos of this kind of stuff and. Uh, yeah. And uh, they're they're actually pretty successful. You can see them people on people are wearing them on their shirts, and you know, it's, yep. it's it's doing really well. But he does a lot of the artwork for Eagle Creek as well. When it comes to uh, album covers or EP covers, or sorry, single covers. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, another another way that we're lucky and you know, all that we can do a lot of these things ourselves.
1: Oh yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I agree with and, that. Um,
0: as far as the video goes. Um, it was almost spare of the moment. We did that ourselves. They, we didn't hire any company to come in and, and do it. We just pulled out our camera and said, let's you know see what we can do with this. We kind of spoke about what we'll do at the beginning a little bit. We we actually had two attempts at it. The first one wasn't so great. The second yeah. one, we learned from the first <laughs> the first one a, a few weeks prior to that. And uh, yeah, I, I, we, we think it turned out pretty good. It was a good learning experience for us as well.
2: Do and I love well. this You love what, Johnny? I said that, sorry, but I I love the song as well. The song is just amazing to me. Yeah, it's an incredible song. We're going to hear it now.
1: Barrel of a Gun.
3: beside me But I know you're not really there Take another drink of my my numbing whiskey Makes me feel like we don't
1: I I uh I I went on to it and it was the first song I listened to. It is incredible. Who wrote oh, thank it? Thank you.
0: I wrote the lyrics for that actually quite some time ago, probably close to more than 10 years ago, actually. I wrote the lyrics to that. The music was totally different. And I was sitting one day and I just came up with the intro riff and
1: yeah. started
0: started saying those lyrics along to it. And that's that's kind of where it came from. And then, you know, of course, I bring it to the table at rehearsal and we all kind of throw our ideas at it. And, uh, yeah, it's it's a very old, lyrically written song, but it's just released today in a newer fashion.
1: (laughs) So what is your creative process when you come when you are creating a song? Because you said it's a lot different Mm -hmm. to what it originally was. I'm asking as a fellow songwriter, right? Sure, sure.
0: Basically, when a long time ago, like I said, I wrote the whole first Dirt Road EP many, many years ago, like probably 12, 13 years ago now.
3: Yeah. Um,
0: And I basically sat in my living room on the back of my couch looking at this ginormous picture window down under the street, you know, 2 a.m., 3 a.m., just kind of coming up with these things. And, um, I mean, that was the process then. Now the process is much more involved as um, I don't think I'll ever finish a writing process on my own. I always have to bring it to the table for the guys because that's how I want it to be. And I'll sit at home, I'll come up with these riffs, you know, I'll throw some lyrics at it. Um, We'll get together at rehearsal. I'll, you know, show them what they come up with, what I come up with. And uh, then, you know, that's where everyone kind of starts throwing their ideas at it. And so far from day one, I mean, it's been the same for Cliff. He'll come to the table with the riff or even a full song sometimes. And, you know, we'll all throw our ideas at it. That's really all there is to our writing process. And now since Johnny's joined the band, he's he's an amazing songwriter as well. And he's been writing some stuff specifically for Evil Creek. And Yeah, um, that was
2: crazy for me. I've, anytime I write a song, it's usually with you know, just starting off the basic is for me, just sitting there with a the guitar or whatever and write. But this one mm. day, I was at work and I could hear Mark's voice in my head,
1: oh. and I, this this <laughs>
2: tune, yeah, it was weird. This tune started going through my head, and uh, lucky enough, I have an old electric guitar that I snuck into work and I had it. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> on my on my break some days, I'll just take it out and I'll just you know keep myself fresh. And this tune just kept going through my head. And uh, I sat down with a piece of paper and pen and within about 20 minutes I'd wrote a song, but it was with Mark's voice singing it. So it was a bit nerve wracking for me to go, okay, I've wrote a song. I had your voice in my mind singing it. Um, What do you think? You know, I was waiting on going, nah, it's not very Evil Creek, you know, because obviously different backgrounds have a different style completely. A lot of Evil Mm -hmm. Creek stuff tend to be in different, uh, different uh, tunings and stuff like that, where I kind of, you know, basic concert tuning. So uh, I, I I thought, why not? You know, what what's the harm in letting them hear it? And I was actually driving Mark out to practice one night and I'm like, hey, can you check this out and let me know what you think? He's like, that's a cool song. Is that one of yours? I went, well, yeah, I wrote it. Like, I heard you singing it in my head as I was writing it. He's like, oh, okay. Well, maybe someday we'll try it out. And then one day we did try it out as a band and it just straight away, it clicked.
0: It did, it's a really good song The song's called The Underneath And um, well, Johnny wrote it But it, I mean I, I don't even know what I can tell you like, What's it about,
2: Johnny? <laughs> this one time at band camp <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, it's just a uh, year. <laughs> I, I never really liked it uh, Which is weird, I don't really like to go into Why I write songs for a certain reason Because I'm I'm still like a Fair big fan of it Beatles and stuff like that So a song to you Whatever you hear There and then You might have been In a certain mood You heard that song And that song Is now connected To that mood And brings you back In that moment And sometimes If you hear Why someone wrote a song Oh you've killed it for me That's how I interpret it Mm -hmm. So I don't know I, I let it whoever listens to it if it means something to them happy days that's 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 a it's dream definitely for me.
0: that kind. yeah it's definitely that kind of song too like it can be interpreted in any way you want to yeah, and, uh, I agree. so I mean we, we sat down Johnny showed us that rehearsal after the fact and when we started playing it you know I started playing some guitar to it and Cliff came up with some ideas and then bang, Steve's playing drums and Russ is playing bass. And the next thing you know, we got a new song that Johnny wrote and it it works. It's a really nice song. It's, anyways, yeah, back to the original discussion. Now, it was originally just Cliff and I really writing the songs, of course, with everyone else's ideas. And it's great to have another songwriter in the band yeah. that uh, that can contribute to that. You know, I mean, everyone gets writer's block and stuff. And I've been there for a little bit. And, you know, it's refreshing.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know the question always comes up and I always mix whether I should ask it or not, because I have two thoughts about, okay. well, what's behind the song. One, I believe that an artist doesn't need to tell somebody what's behind the song, mm-hmm. and they should uh, want people to apply their own thoughts as mm-hmm. to what's behind the song. The other I, that side of it, because there are fans out there, they mm-hmm. kind of want to know a bit more about the artist and know, well, it was, was it a breakup? Was it right. uh, yes. you're overcome? So I ask it, just because
2: it's something that you need to, you need to discuss, you know. Now, but there are some songs, obviously, there are about subjects, so it's easier to talk about them. You know, whatever you're right about. Yeah. Is, mm-hmm. You know, the, the, this, like the underneath that he's talking about is, you know, it can be interpreted in different ways, whatever way you're feeling. But then yeah. there's other songs that maybe I've written before, like Our Fallen Hero. It was about the the shooting of the soldier down at the war memorial there. Like mm-hmm. uh, that yeah, song did know. really well. Well for me, you know, I'd get some airplay and stuff like that, and it's still played in schools on Remembrance Day here, which is unbelievable. Oh, things that's like amazing. that.
1: Can, yeah, yeah, so I
2: can I can talk about things like that because it's a specific thing. But then a lot of the songs as well, like no, I'd rather you decide what it means to you.
0: Yeah, and it's funny people ask me sometimes, hey, what is this song about? And I'll the rebuttal is, you tell me what it's about to you. Uh huh. You know. Yeah. And... Yeah. Then um, I'll make them actually tell me, and they'll tell me, you know, and I'll, I'll be just like, "Yeah, that's what it's about." Then, if that's dope. how you interpret it, that's what it's about. If it's yeah, if it's I like, agree. I've heard many times, like a ghost has hit home with many people, and when they actually come to me, hey, I love that song, and you know, thank you, but you know, they're asking me, "What's it about?" And I'll, okay, what's it about to you? They'll give you their interpretation. Sometimes yeah. I'll be like, if they really, really want to know, I'll, I'll tell them why I wrote it and, um, you know, where it comes from. But it's, it's, it, it is it's better reflection on the song itself. Yeah, we all you know that someone else has, it's, it's hitting them in a way that I agree I can't even say that we didn't mean to It's just one of those type of songs that can be interpreted
2: many ways Yeah, it's like it, mm-hmm. my favourite song of Marx is Dirt Road itself The single Dirt Road from the EP Dirt Road And it's yeah. an amazing song But it's not for the fact that the lyrics or whatever in it It's just the sound and the way the song is put together It reminds me of the, one of the first times I ever came here to Canada When I was 13 years of age or whatever it was and I, go, yeah. I went to the cinema. It was like I had a date with this young girl, and it was everything was so <laughs> new. And we went to see the movie Phenomenon, you know, the John Travolta movie. That's oh, a yeah. Great movie. And I, at the end of it, had uh, Changed the World by Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton, yeah. And oh, my
1: God. I was like, oh,
2: what is this song? It's unbelievable. And I went and bought the soundtrack when I got back to Ireland and all that. And I loved the song because it brought me to the cinema. And that was that that song is automatically connected to that movie. But then fast forward all them years later, and I hear Dirt Road for the first time. And there's a there's something about that song that just it just sucked me back into the cinema again when I was 13 years old, pie-eyed, looking into this wee girl's eyes, and I was just like, Holy <laughs> crap! It, you know what I mean? It, it just it kind yeah. of warped me back, and that's what music does to people.
1: Yeah, it uh-huh. does, it does, yeah. it's magical for sure. Mm-hmm. For sure. Thank that's you, very cool. Very cool. So where's the best place to find Evil Creek? Facebook? Instagram?
0: All of it. We're on Facebook, Instagram. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, all the major platforms. Um, If you really want to find me. I mean, I can give my address. I don't know if anyone's going to show up.
1: (laughs) No, but if they want to get daily, like more... uh, more updates on the band not, not just download the music and listen if they want to you know where do you post more <clears throat> regularly
2: probably instagram yeah big...
0: probably instagram for sure um i've been thinking lately that we need to utilize our facebook page a little more often than we do mm-hmm. um but yeah i would say definitely probably instagram i know russ he takes care of the uh evilcreek.net, that's our website he updates it quite often
1: it's very good yeah yeah mm-hmm.
2: And if anybody ever wants to reach out and ask us any questions, we're always online anyway, so you can shoot us up a message through Instagram and Messenger and all that sort of thing, and we're usually quick enough to get back to people too.
0: Or if you just want to call Johnny, his number's 555.
1: (laughs) 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 So uh, now that things have opened up, do you have any local gigs happening or any gigs around the uh, greater Toronto area?
2: Take it away, Johnny. Well, we'll have some, I don't know what dates we can actually give out just yet because they're in the process of being confirmed, but we know for a fact that July, like further in the summer, we've got July weekend, is it the 30th? The um, mark, the Whitewater Rocks Festival in West Meath. Okay.
0: Um, we are confirmed to play the Whitewater Rocks Festival. I can't remember the date I've had, but if you Google it or Facebook it, it's... it's um, it's it's up there, the dates are up yeah. there, and it's an all-weekend thing. It's a great time. So will are our yep. third time playing it.
2: Yeah. Um you bring yeah. your RVs, you t- you camp out. There's it's it's a festival feeling that's it's, it's properly run. Uh yeah. Mike Graham, another great musician as well from uh Blackwater Brigade, he's the one that does everything, massive big yeah. stage. People just camp out in their RVs, bring their beers, they chill out, and there's tents. And there's tents, everything, but there's yeah. great music <clears> all weekend from uh, cover bands right to, through to original bands, too. And it's just, it's a fun weekend. It really is. It's a great weekend. Yeah. yeah so, you know, I and mean, we're that's submitted for some.
1: amazing.
0: Right. And we're submitted to some other things as well, but like we can't yeah. really talk about them just yet because nothing's confirmed. Um, I think we have, don't we have one coming up on the 5th?
2: Uh, we're still waiting on that being confirmed as well but that's, that, <laughs> yeah, that, that's here okay. in town as well but okay. uh yeah like if people just if they can go on our facebook and instagram pages as yeah. soon as it's a definite we have the the advertisement straight uh-huh. up there yeah it's so,
1: awesome. and
0: it's it, it's funny i think right up until covid every summer was booked before summer even hit like we'd have promoters and and bar owners and you know reaching out and uh we we would normally be booked every summer before summer even hit which is mm-hmm. again it's very flattering that people want us to come and play um but since covid hit of course that's kind of dropped yeah. off i was and the trying worst to avoid of-
1: that conversation yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: yeah you know it's it's easy yeah. to avoid it but it is the reality of a lot of musicians
1: yeah i know,
0: I are, know. They, they're struggling they want they want their life back right and, and we we stayed relevant by continuing to rehearse and and do the best we did, can it with,
1: amazing And I think by,
0: sorry, Johnny, I think by releasing Barrel of a Gun when we did, it was right in the middle of all this pandemic stuff. And uh, we were able to continue, we use that to engage our fans and, you know, friends and and family or whoever. And uh, I think that's what kind of kept us relevant throughout this time. So Mm -hmm. we were, and we didn't do that intentionally, it just kind of worked out that way. So without thinking about it, we're kind of lucky that we did that. (laughs) Just to That's kind of amazing. get some, you know, a, a, you know, some new song to hear to fresh ears. So. Yeah. yeah.
1: Awesome.
0: Yeah. Sorry, Johnny. What were you saying? There?
2: No, all I was going to get not to bring up the big C word, which is the, the COVID. The worst thing about the uh, the pandemic <sighs> thing was any big festivals, like the Blues Fest that goes on here in Ottawa or Folk Fest. They're now backlogged two years because the bands who applied two years ago are only probably going to get their shot the next year round. So ah, anybody, any, yeah, anybody who's that in.
1: I didn't factor that in. Yeah, sorry so about yeah,
2: that. Yeah, so if we uh, we're doing well this year and we've been voted by the fans, which is unbelievable for a uh, music group of the year, we can't really capitalize on it by trying to get bigger gigs because they're so far behind. They're two years behind yeah. because of COVID. So we just have to keep ourselves fresh, keep new music going, keep people yeah. engaged. Hopefully, they enjoy what they're doing. I that, beings,
0: that being said we did apply for like folk fest and blues fest and stuff a couple of years ago so we may be in that stack of applications who knows yeah
1: yeah awesome well thank you very much for coming on the show really enjoyed getting yeah. to know more about the band and your music and you too thank,
2: thank you, you very for much hey, love the show as well keep her going Great show. Yeah. Well,
1: thank you have a good night guys
2: See you too take care <laughs>
0: And that's a wrap. Thank you for tuning into the show. Sponsored by The Buzzer Media. Thank you to the artists who share their music. Our shows wouldn't happen without their music. Subscribe at thebuzzerpod.com. Fans and artists can submit their requests to Shay at thebuzzroll.com. Until next time,
2: cheers.